Good morning, competitors. Jake here, your chief encouragement officer. And I just want to know how you're maximizing the opportunity in front of you instead of acting like the rest of society who complains about what they lack. Now, we all know the story of Tom Brady, right? Greatest of all time, drafted 199th in the 2000 draft. Nobody thought much of this guy, yet he went on to win Super Bowl after Super Bowl and become the greatest quarterback in football history. It's not about that story. There's a zillion other stories we could talk about being an overlooked to his combine pictures to all of that. This today is a story about much earlier in his career that maybe you can relate to. When Brady was a senior in high school, he made the decision to go play at Michigan because in his words, in order to become the best, you had to beat the best. His first year on campus, he redshirted, got very, very few practice reps. His second year, he battled to become third string on the depth chart and, and despite not getting a ton of reps, was doing everything he could to improve. He was frustrated. He wanted to move up the depth chart. He wanted more practice time. He wanted to play and was honestly considering transferring back home on the West Coast to the University of Cal, where head coach Steve Mariucci was quietly recruiting him. One day he approached his head coach at Michigan and just said, what is my role here? What is my position here on the team? He was frustrated. He wanted to know, like, am I wasting my time being here because I'm so far buried on the depth chart? Lloyd Carr looked at him and told him something he's never forgotten. He said, Brady, I want you to stop worrying about what all the other players on our team are doing. All you do is focus on the starter, focus on the second guy. You don't worry about what you're focused on, what's your control. You come here to compete with the best, so start doing it. It was then he set Brady up with a sports psychologist named Greg Harden. Harden worked with the team, and you would think, okay, cool. Brady gets a sports psychologist. Here's the current best quarterback of all time. Things immediately get better. Not necessarily. In one of their early sessions, Brady was complaining to Harden about how it just wasn't fair. He was making excuses. He was grumbling. He was complaining a lot. See, he'd go into practice and the starter would get 30 or 40 reps. The backup would get 10 to 12 reps and Brady would get like two. And he was like, how am I supposed to get better? How am I supposed to compete with these other two guys? If they're getting 30 to 40 reps, 10 to 12 reps, and I'm getting two, I can't get better with just two. I can't beat them out with just two. And Harden looked at him and said, then why don't you make those two reps the absolute best you can. What his point was is you don't control all the other things. You don't control the other players, the reps are getting, but if you go in with the attitude that it's not fair, if you're making excuses because they have the advantage, if you're focused on what you don't have, then there's no way you're going to show up and give those two reps the best you can, which means the coaches aren't going to see your best, which means you're not gonna get more opportunities. Thrown off guard, Brady said he decided to try it. He started running into those plays on the practice field like it was the Super Bowl. He said, I was hyping every guy up. He said, I was jacked like it was the Super Bowl, and I would give those two reps the best I possibly could. And he did that day after day after day. And eventually, those two reps turned into four, turned into eight, and he started to put himself in a position where he got to compete for the job. Now, he didn't win it. He backed up Brian Greasy, who went on to lead Michigan to an undefeated season. And then the year after, Brady's thinking, look, I've pied my time. I've put in my work. I've trained hard. Greasy's gone. This is my show. This is it. I've paid my dues. 
But then Michigan recruits a very talented kid out of high school named Drew Henson. And Brady was told you'd have to battle this freshman for the starting job. Back and forth they went through Brady's first two years. Despite how great Brady did, it wasn't until halfway through his senior year that Brady was given the job permanently. And then the same thing started all over again when he got drafted 199th and went to the NFL. And he was fourth on the depth chart in New England. And then he would move up and then New England would bring in somebody else to compete with until eventually Brady worked his way up to the backup job. And he stepped in in that moment when Drew Bledsoe got injured. And well, the rest is history. But all of that goes back to Brady talks about of embracing this mentality that control what you can and just make the next play your best play. Every time an obstacle got put in his path, he became more obsessed with the next play, the next rep, the next opportunity. Instead of complaining about what he couldn't control, he just locked in on what can I control and how do I maximize it. The reason I want to talk about this today is because it's so easy and honestly, it's incredibly common for people to focus on what's outside of their control, complain, vent, do everything about it, except focus on what they do control and get better with it. So you're not getting as many practice reps as other players. You can complain, go through the motion since it's, quote, just two plays. Or you can be like Brady and say, I'm going to treat every single snap like it's the Super Bowl. I tell some of the students that I teach and coach on speaking that, hey, so you're not in the ballroom like you want doing the big keynote and instead are doing a small breakout with 10 to 15 people. You can complain about it. You can wing it during that presentation or during your preparation because it's not the quote talk you want, or you come in and give those 10 people the best presentation they ever have. Some of my biggest opportunities came after I said yes to the small little breakout in a side room that only a handful of people were in, and I showed up and gave them everything I had as if I was in an arena with a thousand or more people. And those 10 people in that audience... A couple of them reached out and booked me, not for one gig, but for five. And so I tell our students, you can complain, you can go through the motions, you can whine about what you don't have, or you can say, hey, this is my opportunity, how do I maximize it? So what if your sales team, your organization doesn't have the same resources as a competitor? You can complain about it, you can create a culture of making excuses every time you lose a deal or go into a pitch already believing you're going to have it lost, or... You can embrace an underdog mentality. Say, I'm going to give every sales pitch the absolute best, and every time I do a pitch, I'm going to get better than I did the time before, and eventually, we're going to be the David that slays the Goliath. Our attitude and effort in those moments is not dictated by the circumstances or the limited opportunities we have. Our effort and actions in that moment are determined by our choices. The opportunities we want, whether it's starting quarterback, thriving business owner, store manager, to whatever it is in the org chart of your career, come after we learn to maximize the moments we don't necessarily want or aren't ideal, right? We don't always walk into an ideal situation when we're promoted to management, when we're starting at a new store, when we're pivoting to a new organization. Sometimes we start with the odds already stacked against us and we can complain about the odds stacked against us or we can say, how do I make the most of this one day at a time and create an example that somebody else can follow? It's hard to get vastly better in football if you're only getting two reps every practice, but if you give those two reps your absolute best, 
over time you do get better. Much more than the person who complains about the same situation and doesn't give it their best. Don't allow tomorrow's opportunities to slip away because you failed to make the most of the one right in front of you today. Make your mindset one that says, I'm going to compete every opportunity I've got. I don't care if it's the best situation, the worst situation. If I get 100 shots or one shot, I'm going to give it everything I've got. You do that enough over time, you're eventually going to get the opportunity you want. And the best part, just like Brady did when he stepped in for Drew Bledsoe, you'll actually be ready for that opportunity when it arrives. I'm cheering for you today, competitor. Go win your day. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Every Day, get involved in our leadership cohort, or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. I'll see you next episode.